We are still uh, <coughs> defining Zihirut. We're on Perak Gimel now. Uh, yesterday we spoke about Zihirut, about the frustrations of Yirmiyahu, that people are just not taking their lives seriously. Uh, in Perak Gimel, we, we go into more specific detail. Uh, the Ramchal says that if you want to do Zihirut, there are two things that you have to take into account, or two things you have to analyze. Uh, first of all, you have to objectively define what is good, and then, according to that definition, analyze your own behavior. What he says here is so obvious, but it's not obvious until he says it. Uh, what he says here is, you, you can never, what is good and what is bad, you can never analyze yourself unless you have some kind of um, set system against which to analyze. So before you know whether you're doing the right thing or the wrong thing, whether you're a good person or a less good person, you have to know what good is. So it could be, right, that if you are living in a society where working 18 hours a day is good and you sit in Kolel for nine of those hours, then, then you will not be thought of as good. If you're living in a world where learning Torah is very, very important and making a panasa is important, but not not more important than if you're learning nine hours a day and working nine hours a day, um, that would be good. So before we even start analysing, we are, we are required to, to, to know what is good and what is bad, what is objective truth or what is objective good. And, and therefore, in that original brighter of Rabbi Pinchas Ben Yair, he says, Torah Mevia Lide Zehirut that if someone learns Torah, that is the only way that you can get to Zahirut. Why? Because Torah will explain to us, will describe to us what we're meant to be doing. Then I can check whether I am succeeding or failing based on how I am keeping the instructions of the Torah. So this is, this is really important. In the past, I've given you an example about this from Avraham and Avimelech. Uh, on two occasions, Avraham says that Sarah is his sister. The first occasion is with Pharaoh. There weren't great expectations for Pharaoh. With Avimelech, however, Melech Graal, there, there was an expectation, um, but he still, he's a friend with Avimelech, and he still tells him that Sarah is his sister. And when Avimelech eventually exposes the reality, he is insulted, he's offended. He turns around to Avram and he says to Avram, but I'm your friend, why couldn't you just told me that she's your wife and I would left her alone. Now, Avram says a very, very uh, important comment. He says, I saw that there was no fear of God in this place. What was Avram essentially saying? Avram is essentially saying that... Um, Avram is essentially saying that the, uh, if, if man makes the law then man will change the law in relation to what man wants. Uh, the law is subjective, you know, so we create the laws and then we will, we will change the laws to suit our strengths and our weaknesses. And society, uh, those of us who've lived for a number of decades will, will know that, that, uh, that society's rules change depending on the success or failure of society. We simply change the rules when it doesn't suit us or when we're failing. So Avram essentially says to uh, Avimelech, uh, there's no objective truth, there's no objective law here. 
And therefore, even though you are fundamentally a good person, if you fell for my wife and you knew she was my wife, one way or another, uh, you would you would get her, and it would be at my cost. I cannot trust a system that is simply man-made. If there was Yirat Elohim, if there's fear of God, where there is a law and a derech that is defined by God that was guiding you, then, then I would have been able to tell you the truth. And this is something, you know, I, you know, I often tell the story when I was a kid and we were playing ball. And if I was out and I didn't want to be out and my friends didn't want to, didn't want to let it go, so I would simply take the ball and go home, right? You, you, you change the rules so that you can win. And the only difference between a child and adult is subtlety, right? When we're adults, we change the rules in a much more subtle manner uh, and uh, in a less obvious manner. Uh, but society changes its rules when society cannot deal with a situation. Instead of confronting the situation, it changes its rules. An example in, in the English educational system is when I was uh, 16, they had exams called the GCSEs, the O-levels. And uh, if you weren't on that higher level, you had to do CSEs, which were a lower level. What happened over a period of time was that they weren't getting the results that they needed. And so they simply combined the two exams and called them GCSEs, GCEs and CSEs. They put them together to GCSEs. They made the exam easier and the statistics got a lot better. We didn't really confront the problem. In order to get better educational results, we simply made the exam easier. So who are we kidding? So when man is in charge of, 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 the, of the system of norms <coughs> and of morality, and man is the definer of values, we're, we're in a great danger of simply manipulating those values to suit our weaknesses. And instead of choosing the hard path to confront the issue, we simply change the rules and then we're okay. And therefore, the first thing that he says at the beginning of this perech is very, very important. Before you can analyze yourself, is David a good person? Is David potentially filling his life, fulfilling his life? You have to know what his life is meant to be. And Torah Meviali Dezahirut. So that's Sheet Bonen Mahu Hatov Haamiti Shiv Harbo Adam. The man has to think about what is the uh, the real good that a person should choose and the real bad that we should avoid. And then after you've done that, Then, according to this uh, value system that I've now understood, now I can look at my actions and ascertain as to whether my actions are reflective of that objective truth. And this is on two different occasions, or two different times, better. Beshat ma'asev, shalom beshat ma'asev. When you're actually doing something, we have to train ourselves to think how we should do something in the correct way, in the proper way. But sometimes we fail. So there's also a redeeming factor. Afterwards, at the end of the day, at the end of a term, at the end of a month, to look back, review. Even if you did make a mistake, the redemption lays in the chance to do it better the next time. We're not going to cry over spilt milk, but we're going to try and make sure that we don't spill it again. And so, 
שלא יעשה שום מעשה מבלי שישקול אותו במאזני זאת הידיעה. You should never do an action without thinking beforehand, right? ושלא בשעת מעשה. However, if you made the mistake, שיעלה לפניו זיכרון כלל מעשה וישקול אותם. You should review all of what you've done and then work out, can I do this better? כמו כן, במאזני המשקל הזה, לראות מה יש במהרה, למה נדחה אותו, to see what is bad in those actions that I should um, push aside, ומה מן הטוב להדמיד בו, and what is good that I should continue to do. And so uh, we have to go into a bit more detail about looking at the good and the bad, but that Be'ezrat Hashem will do tomorrow.